Edwards hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Matteau swoops in to intercept. Matteau behind the net. Swings it in front. He chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hello and welcome to a emergency surprise episode of the Agents of Field podcast. We were supposed to be off this week, but after seeing the craziness that was the last few days leading up to the MLB trade deadline, we had to jump in here with an episode. We're recording a night early. You'll be getting this on Wednesday, August 3rd. Joined by Brian and Anthony. Brian, how are you doing tonight? I am great, Ryan. How are you? Phenomenal. Looking uh, looking sharp, as uh, I was told before the podcast. So that was a nice compliment. For those not Anthony. watching, Ryan is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And if you've seen Jurassic Park and Wayne Knight, you've seen the Hawaiian shirt, basically. Basically, yeah. See, nobody cares. Yep. Anthony, how are you? Good. I hope no one. I hope no one's watching this, Brian. (laughs) I mean, that'd be weird if they were. Um, Fair. I'm fine. And can you stop acting like this shouldn't have been a planned episode to begin with? Yeah, we were totally, we were totally going to record without you. So, well, that's rude. You, I asked you multiple times if you wanted to record an episode, and you just didn't say anything. So, yeah, we're not going to tell you about it. But hey, Ryan, includes you. What's that? Happy birthday, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Tomorrow is my birthday. We will be uh, off. That's why we were supposed to be off, but emergency episode. This episode would have gotten talked about before the special episode on the 10th. Anthony, when is the last time you cared about your birthday? Um, I been, guess 30. It's been a few years for me, too. Yeah. Ryan's not there. Yeah. Yet. yeah this I mean, is going to be the last time I care until 30. I'll be 25, so it'll be the last time I care till. What's 30. special about 25? Quarter century. Can't you rent a car at 25? Yeah, exactly. I feel like the world so. changed, and you could rent a car at 21 most places now. You yeah, can, but you it's can. like for like an extra like 60 to 100 dollars because of like an underage fee. But <laughs> you're not yeah, underage. So <laughs> underage for renting a car, whatever. You can uh, you can drink alcohol yeah. and drive your own car, but you can't rent another car. Insurance is still a thing. But. So stupid. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Obviously, as we said, this is going to be our MLB trade deadline recap. We're going to talk about one bit of news first that Brian is very passionate about before we get into it. And uh, Brian, you can talk about that guy in Cleveland. That guy sucks. Deshaun Watson is a despicable human being. Um, I want to simply talk about what's going on, but he is not convicted in the state of Texas and takes a victory lap. His, his lawyer, Rusty Harden, you can't make any of this stuff up, man. Like he's just a horrible human being never shows any remorse whatsoever. The NFL builds a case that 
with five women of the 25 that have accused him. They, they were only able to get five women as part of this investigation to in front of an independent arbiter. She then suspends him for six years or six games. Excuse me. The Cleveland Browns are an awful organization from the standpoint of they traded for him in the middle of all this backloaded his contract where he is only a $1 million salary this year because they were anticipating a suspension of a year, meaning he would only have gotten 229 million of his 230. So Cleveland's despicable right then and there. But the problem is, is the NFL has been mismanaged for so many years that the arbitrator said he absolutely did this, but the NFL has no grounds to make up a suspension as they go because Roger Goodell basically has just been doing things however he wants to do things. And the players union has no choice but to back their player on this. So people in Cleveland and people in Deshaun Watson's camp are taking this as a victory lap when a ruling was made that he sexually molested five of the 25 women that accused him as such. And yet we're supposed to pretend like all this is okay. He's a horrible human being. And then he's going to trot out there on Monday night football in week seven against the Ravens. And we're all just supposed to be cool with it. I Roger Goodell can appeal and who hears the appeal? Roger Goodell like this could end up in another year long suspension, but they cite mismanagement and you can't just make up the rules as you go. Which is, which is frustrating because the NFL has been making up the rules as they go. So why are we taking a stand with this particular guy? They say precedent is set. It can't be more than six games. Had he done this to one woman, it would have been a six-game suspension. So let's take 25 women times six games and suspend him for however long that is. This yeah. sends a completely wrong message. You're messing with the integrity of the game when Calvin Ridley bets on a football game. He gets suspended for an entire year for a $1,500 seven-game parlay. But Deshaun Watson gets six games? Because we're going to take a stand on how the NFL has operated forever? I'm not going didn't, after the arbitrator because else, she did her job, but like, it's awful. Didn't somebody else get suspended for an entire year for weed? Yeah, Josh Gordon's been suspended for more than a year on numerous occasions for weed. A couple other players as well. Josh Gordon has missed like 30-something games for weed. Like, I don't feel Josh Gordon because, I mean, he can't operate under those rules, but now they've stopped testing for weed. Like, yeah, I mean, but Calvin Ridley will be serving a year-long suspension this season for gambling, which, again, you can't mess with the integrity of the game. There's There's billions of dollars on the line. Like, I understand it. But I don't know why we have to, why the players union decided to say the NFL oversteps their bounds with this particular case. I still think that this results in Deshaun Watson being suspended for a year and Roger Goodell taking whatever PR hit Roger Goodell is going to take for overstepping his bounds again, because technically he can. But it's so frustrating that. One, the Cleveland Browns are saying that he's been he's been uh, apologetic and and a man of contrition. Bull crap. Every time he's spoken in the public, he says how he's done nothing wrong. He's an awful, yep. awful human being. And I won't I won't get into the details here, but there is there is a written account of what he did to one of the massage therapists and in in her own apartment. 
it's 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 horrendous and he's a horrible horrible human being i legit would love if he was banned from the nfl i understand that we probably can't do that but i guarantee if one of the three of us did any of this to a single woman we lose our jobs yeah mm-hmm. absolutely i mean it, it's it's the point of he's a celebrity he's untouchable but he's not he's not he should not be he absolutely should not be this sends the absolute wrong message so from the league it sends the wrong message to women that they like you know you're trying to grow the game here right like not just have white men liking football you know you're trying to have all different kinds of people and this definitely hurts trying to grow a female fan base you know they they are allowing a person who is a sexual abuser to play football like that's absolutely forget about the legality and the morality of it. Like I'm not saying we should, but from the NFL standpoint, growing the game absolutely is terrible for that. But I think you've tapped your market in, in, in America. Like, honestly, like if, if you, I don't think you're gaining any new football fans in, in the United States, it's the international market where you can potentially gain more fans, but I feel like if you want to be a football fan in America, you're kind of already there. Like, I feel like the market is fairly tapped out, but right after the ruling yesterday, the Cleveland Browns let Deshaun Watson sign autographs for the first time since he's been on their roster, and he was being mobbed, people cheering for the guy because it, a six-game suspension felt like a victory, and he's going to get 200, he's going to lose $350,000 on his $230 million deal because they backloaded his contract fully anticipating this suspension and none of this is brand new news, but he's going to lose 350 grand on $230 million and he gets to feel vindicated. And I hate it. I hate it so much. It's, it's awful. It's, it's the worst thing. And the, the, the Browns doubled down on, it. I know you said that they, they said that he's, you know, uh, feels apologetic and trying to make right, but they doubled down and were like, we know he's a good person. Basically like, no, he's not, and you're going to go out here making yourselves look like the clowns. This is where, and I am not, absolutely not going to get into this discussion much further, but this is where I struggle from a union standpoint of I wish there was some way that a union could distance themselves and say, nope, what you've done, what you're accu- not what you're accused of, what you've now been found guilty of is too heinous for us to basically fight for. Why should I fight for you? Because I don't like, I just, it doesn't make sense to me why they can't just wipe their hands and say, you're no longer one of us. Yeah. It's, I don't, I it, don't really it's, it it's disgusting. And I've been, I've been diving in, into it a little bit more. Like I knew a lot about it for a long time. I knew about the backloaded contract. I knew all this stuff, but I didn't think a six game suspension and the only reason it's a six-game suspension is because Roger Goodell has overstepped his bounds in previous times, and the NFL couldn't envision something like this happening. You need to collectively bargain something where an unprecedented crime, legitimate crime that is unprecedented 25 times over that a team was aware of, that non-disclosure agreements were signed, that you have to be able to just completely lay down the hammer that the players union should just I don't know why the players union feels like they need to fight for this guy. And again, it's the players union like they once a player always a player. Like I understand that, but I just don't know where 
where things come in. Like, it's just, it's bad, man. Like, the Ray Rice thing was bad. The Henry Ruggs thing last year, like, he's out of the league forever. I don't know why we can't do that to Deshaun Watson. Henry Ruggs, what he did was completely horrendous. And, I I mean, mean, I'm not judging crimes on a scale, but what Deshaun Watson did over and over for four years, awful. I mean, look at, not to say that the MLB is a shining example, but Trevor Bauer, I mean, he's been suspended for almost two years, right? For one, for one person. Mm -hmm. Like, what? $60 million out of Trevor Bauer's pocket. And Deshaun Watson's going to lose 350. And... Again, what Trevor Bauer did, I'm not I'm not saying is good, but it was consensual to an extent of how he like this this is going to get super muddy. But yes, when you compare Trevor Bauer and Deshaun Watson, like one is not being treated like the other. This has nothing to do with anything other than the value of a quarterback. Yep. I I I just I don't get it. I I really don't get it how they could find him guilty and he's still allowed to play football. I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. I've been rooting for the Browns for a while. He obviously is no longer there. The Browns are my least favorite team in the NFL. Just make it make sense. You know, I mean, you have to have some standards of, you know, you can't have weed be a worse penalty than sexual assault. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Just make it make sense. Yep. So, so whatever they whatever they can do, the arbitrator I think genuinely tried to do what she was what she was hired to do, and that was not have Goodell be the guy who's basically plays God. And she said, under your current structure, six games is the maximum that I can do for some sort of consistency. But again, if this had been one woman, he gets a six game suspension. So in theory, you could have said six times twenty five or six times even the five that we were able to hear the case here, six games, is it's awful. It's awful. It sends a completely wrong message, and I'm still going to watch the Bills and the Rams on September 8th. I'm not out on the sport, but I'm out on the Cleveland Browns, but this is where I find myself of having to make, make, I, I what's the right word? Make, uh compromises like i love the game of football it's not going to stop me from watching it but i'm not going to watch that guy no i i I will not be watching him either not that i was really watching a lot of games but just garbage so i've been Uh, i've been heated about it so i appreciate you letting me stand there and yell into a microphone you're good i i'm i'm frustrated too I'm i'm a lot of people are and it's it it's needs to change. It needs to ap- be appealed. It needs to be more. Um, but moving on to a bit of a happier subject, um, we're gonna just jump right into our Infinity Gauntlet trivia question. Um, you know, I know. Our- Sorry, Reddit. wrong one. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. When I'm here, we get sound effects. Beautiful. Thank you, Brian. Um, this is our MLB trade deadline episode. So, got an MLB trade question. Who is the player who has been dealt the most amount of times and how many times? Juan Uribe. 
That is incorrect. Hmm. Who has been traded the most and how many times? Can you give us an era? Like, when was the last time this person was traded? Like, what years were this was this person playing? This person was traded today. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> uh, Jose Quintana. No. He's been that traded a lot. Edwin Jackson um, got traded a lot, but I'm sure Edwin Jackson didn't get traded today, but that'd be kind of fun. I think he's been yeah, out of the league for 15 years. He has been on the most amount of teams in a career, but that he has not been question, traded right? the most amount of times. Yep. All right. Um, do you want the answer? Uh, no, not yet. No, yeah. D David Robertson. No. Who? David Robertson. <sighs> what team? I feel like if you tell us what team they got traded from, it'd be too easy. What team did they get traded to? Yes. Um, <laughs> goes, yeah. That'll also probably be too easy. I'll tell you what team drafted him. How about that? That doesn't help me. In 2002, baseball. he was drafted by the Texas Rangers. Whit Merrifield. No. All right, I give up. Oh, God, was it Joey Gallo? No. Joey Gallo didn't get drafted not. in 2002. I don't know. Eric Hosmer. So the bad. answer, not Eric Hosmer. The answer is Jesse Chavez. I don't would know never that that. What team did they come from? Ten times. Ten times. He came from Jim's Atlanta Braves, and he went to, I believe, the Angels. Okay. I, yeah, he I mean, I Angels care about the, baseball, uh, but I don't, deal. I don't know who that person is. Yep. Jesse what? Chavez and Tucker Davidson to the Angels for Rafael Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So, all right. Whatever we are... Saying. All right, you can go ahead and hit record now. Going to... <laughs> We're gonna I love go how you look to see if you recorded. Because <laughs> you not. didn't. I was trying to find my tab, you moron. I've just been yelling into a microphone about Deshaun Watson, and we're not recording. Your tab of one right, trade so we're gonna... for the day? All right. Shut the fuck up, you pigeon-nosed motherfucker. Ryan is being a little bitch again. <laughs> I guess the answer so we're to gonna... our question of last week is Brian's the reason why the show goes off the rails. I didn't do anything. Correct. Or he fuels me, makes me feel more comfortable to just rip on you, I knowing he's got that little sound effect. Let me fly. So we're going to start with a trade that went down about a half hour after we stopped recording last week. As there's a drive uh, in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh. Um, trade that went down about 30 minutes after if he plays one more goddamn sound effect, I'm going to come through the screen. Gross. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's aggressive. Um, Anthony, is that you? <laughs> I wasn't going to, and then you, like, egged me on. The, what what happened after, we, after you got off the air last week? Never made it out. <laughs> 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 Who got traded last uh, week? Andrew Benintendi goes from the oh, yeah. Kansas City Royals that feels to like the New York seven Yankees years ago. for Chandler Champlain, TJ Sakema, and Beck Way. Uh, Benintendi to the Yankees. Any thoughts? Actually, let's run through the rest of the Yankees trades. We'll talk about the Yankees as a team. They got Scott Efros from the Cubs for Hayden Wisniewski. They got Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino from the A's. 
for a uh, I think we need yeah, to be more selective as to what prospects. trades we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the Yankees here real quick. Yankees traded Joey Gallo. Somehow they got rid of that contract. They got <laughs> he said he wanted to go to the Padres. Dodgers. Of course you did, bud. And then he goes to the Dodgers. If the you were ever feeling bad about there. yourself, just know there was a trade market for Joey Gallo. If there's a trade market for Joey Gallo, then you're okay. <laughs> exactly. That's how I felt. I texted a bunch of people today and was like, how the hell did this dude get traded? What was for he anything hitting? Like 162? Than- like literally. I don't know. It's awful. Like I six saw, for I saw somebody be like, 102. yeah, the Dodgers are bringing him in for insurance if their hitters go down. I'm like, the dude hasn't hit anything all season. What do you mean? He just honestly, he's Whatever. a good player. He's just not not as a Yankee. Not really. No, he was good with Texas. Well, he hit like two hundred with Texas. You keep going, Ryan. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up. The Joey final Gallo's trade the Yankees stats. made was a trade with the Cardinals. They traded Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals for uh, Harrison Bader. Uh, Yankees did a lot. They bring in Montes. They bring in Bader. Bring in. Uh, he was a career uh, two eleven hitter with the Rangers. Two eleven. He's a career two oh one hitter. Well, he got drafted in two thousand two. What do you expect? He hit oh forty in the twenty sixteen season. Granted, it was only <laughs> seventeen games, but still, <laughs> it's only seventeen. Small sample size. Two fifty three is his career high. He batted one eighty one in his last year with Texas. Hmm. He's not good. He's not good. My- <laughs> he what hit, is happening? He hit 41, 40, 38. So, I mean, he's hit a bunch of home runs. That's the thing. Is he either hits a home run or he strikes out? Those are your options. When, when the episodes either are planned late or they <laughs> aren't planned at all, they just are ridiculous. What is happening? Everything's happening. Don't I'm giving you it. Joey Gallo's career. We were talking about Joey Gallo. I'm giving you his career numbers. And Anthony's playing music. This is music. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yankees were active. They got Benintendi. They got rid of Gallo. They added Montes and they added uh, Harrison Bader. Thoughts on the Yankees? Are they going to be able to, you know, they've been on a little bit of a slide here. Yeah, but they still have what it. seventy wins already, right? Like that. Yeah, that yeah, seems stupid, man. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean they're they're a force, and they just got better. Yeah, Judge has what, like forty three home runs or something? I He's like on pace to what Barry Bonds had. It threw yeah, one hundred and two yeah. games. Stupid. Yeah, like that. That team is good. They should win the American League. Then whatever happens in the World Series, like you don't know, but they should win the American League. I don't know if they got any better, but they didn't get any worse. You got rid of Joey Gallo, so good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, oh, it was a wild one. All right, next, Anthony, you want to talk about the moves the Cardinals made? Uh, sure. Let me pull up everything. Um, so hang on, see. hang yes. on. Let me talk about the moves, the moves the Rockies made before you do. Okay, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. All right. You good? All right. Um, so on the 30th, we traded uh, shortstop Edmundo Sosa to the Phillies for 
a uh, right-handed pitcher, Jojo Romero, who has a whopping 14 ERA. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Sosa wasn't going to get any playing time. You know, DeYoung just came back. So he was good, but I guess they decided to move him for somebody who's just an absolute train wreck. Uh, let's see. And then yesterday, or was it confirmed today? It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Where was – oh, I just saw that Luke Weaver got traded to the Royals. That sucks for him. Okay. Uh, we got Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton from Pittsburgh for uh, Johan Oviedo and infielder Malcolm Nunez. Nunez is a prospect, so who knows what he's going to pan out to be. Oviedo was okay. Um, he's been up and down all season. Uh, we needed a starter, and Quintana's always been good. He's always been good against us at least, so I'm okay with that. Um and then, as you had said, we traded uh, Harrison Bader to New York for lefty Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery, who has been pretty good this year. I think he's only given up three or more runs like four times all year in his start. So he's been pretty solid. Um, Small sample size, I guess, though. I mean, he's only, I think it's only his second full season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it almost seems like a copy paste of last year when we traded for J.A. Happ and uh, J- yeah, J.A. Happ and uh, John Lester. So we went out and got two lefty starters at the deadline again. Um, we also traded um, Austin Romine catcher to the Reds for cash because Yachty just came back today. But then we got Austin Allen from the Athletics for Carlos Karate. And I don't know who either of those guys are, but I know Allen has been optioned to Memphis. So we got rid of a catcher, probably that, you know, Austin Romine's been around for a while. So he's hopefully at least going to be able to to play or at least be on the major league roster in Cincinnati where he wasn't going to here. And then we, we filled a hole in uh, the minor league teams with the catcher we got from the A's. So um, the, the Bader one is going to hurt a lot of people. A lot of people are a huge fan of him. I mean, gold glove center fielder, you know, he'd been hitting lead off for us for, for quite a while. He seemed to do good in that spot. Um, just seems like a good, good energy guy. Uh, he's definitely going to be missed. Um, and yeah, my mom already texted me and said, she's not a huge fan. She already didn't like watching the Cardinals to begin with. And now she's definitely upset. So that's about all that we did. Almost a copy paste of last year, but hopefully Quintana ends up being pretty good. Um, Wayne Onyadi just surpassed the, Number two spot for uh, most um, starts for a pitcher and catcher today at 317. In in MLB history and franchise history? MLB history. Wow. The record's 324. So as long as both of them stay healthy, they'll beat it this year. That's dope. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah, Molina's been out for like six weeks now, so that really really hurt. But hopefully, hopefully they can both stay Stay on the on the roster and out on the field. If right. not, you sign them for one game contracts for next year, and you uh, get them to get it. Yeah, part of me thought I was like, okay, I could see something happening, and then all of a sudden, opening day, they sign these guys to a one year deal or one day deal, and then just be done with it. But just rip the band aid off. They're not doing. They're not playing for records, especially those two guys. All right, we're going to talk about the absolute dumpster fire that is the Cincinnati Reds. Why? Um, 
They there's a drive because they made a lot of field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Said the Reds. <laughs> they uh, they just sold off a lot of pieces. They sold uh, Tyler Nakuin. <laughs> they had no pieces to sell. D- yeah, and they got rid Deal. of everybody that you might know. Yeah, Again. and Philip Deal to the Mets for Hector Rodriguez, Jose Acuna traded Luis Luis Castillo to the Mariners for four prospects, including Novelli Marte, Edwin Arroyo, Andrew Moore. Uh, there was a couple of the moves they made trying to find them real quick. They traded uh, Tommy Pham for a player to be named later to the Red Sox. So that was interesting. They just want to get him least. as far away from Jack Peterson as they could. Yep. They traded Tyler Molly to Minnesota for three prospects. They traded Brandon Drury to San Diego for a prospect. And did they make one more move or was that it? Yeah, that was all of them. So literally anybody that they had on their roster that anybody might know, they traded. So Cincinnati's a, uh, a yeah, dumpster fire. I have no They're the, they're the dollar store version of the Nationals at this point. Ooh, that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I have zero interest in the Cincinnati Reds. I've been looking at Nolan Arenado's contract. He has an opt-out after this year. Shocking. Yeah, he does. If Arenado does not opt opt out after 2022, Colorado still has to send St. Louis $20 million. (laughs) And if Arenado does opt out after 2022, they have to pay Arenado $20 million directly. I'm depressed. I was looking at your offseason and wondering if he's going to opt out. Uh, Yeah, the Cincinnati Reds are a dumpster fire. Let's talk about the fun one, man. The Nationals, the absolute dumpster fire that that no, place we're is. Getting to them. That we're Eric Hosmer to act, almost burned to the ground. It would have been awesome. All right, fine. Because you brought it up, the freaking big fish went today in one of the days that has created the most memes. Has he in signed yet? History. Has he signed an extension uh, with San Diego yet? No, no. So, That's as Brian know. alluded to, Juan Soto makes his move. He goes to the San Diego Padres along with Josh Bell. Trade was originally reported as Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel, C.J. Abrams, James Wood, Jarlin Susana, and Eric Hosmer. But Eric Hosmer has a no-trade clause. And they asked him to waive, and he said, are you fucking kidding me? But he only had a no-trade clause to 10 yeah, teams. It, that was, yeah, the, was, that was the best part. It, was it just wasn't a full no-trade. It was just to that's, 10 teams. That's, it's a 10-team no-trade list. How did they right? not think yeah. of that? Like, how did you not look at well, that? Well, I'm sure they said if he if he waves, that's great. And if he doesn't, Why would he? They're the worst team. team in the league. Yeah, and I guess because the deal it, wasn't depending. It, it, it didn't matter if Hosmer said yes or no. It was still going to happen. Right. I Which think is they were just kind of trying to. Because that would have been yeah. funny, man, if Washington was like Hosmer or nothing. Would have been funny. I'm surprised. Well, I, I'm glad Washington backed off their um, you have to take Patrick Corbin with Soto because <laughs> he's been bad. <laughs> but instead, yeah, let's trade Josh Bell, who's our next most valuable piece that we're trying to trade and just throw him in the deal pretty much. Well, yeah, Could you imagine got- having a franchise with Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, and Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, and then they're all just gone? Gone. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine having a franchise with somebody like Nolan Arenado and then he's just gone? Yeah, it's freaking depressing. <laughs> so you trade him for Chris Bryant, who then <laughs> only goes on the DL and he, he didn't hit his first home run until like June 28th or something stupid, which I was paying no but, attention because I was busy winning a Stanley Cup. <laughs> the, I mentioned uh, that recently. Man. 
The player that then replaced Hosmer in the deal was Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt was a Padre for less than one season before they moved on from him. He now goes to Washington, and his career is essentially over. What's well, up with mean? former? What's up with former St. Louis Cardinals first baseman going to Washington? Well, was Adams. He, he was with the Yankees Voigt. first, right? He, yeah, or he we, was with the Yankees last, the right? Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I don't. I wouldn't say his career is over. Now you can go to Washington and be the friggin' man. Like, if yeah. you're gonna lose it, like every every like two out of every three games, you might as well be the stud on the roster. Like, good for him. I mean, I mean, he'll he'll you're keep that top button unbuttoned, and he's gonna be he's gonna be <laughs> a ham. Everyone's gonna love him, but he's. Uh, I don't know that he's going to be the man that's gonna revive that franchise. Name one other person on the Nationals. Uh, Gray. Who's the dude that wore the clown nose? That was funny. Was that Victor Robles? Yeah. That guy. <laughs> Apparently his manager was not a fan of that. Shocking. Yeah. Tony but, La Russa. Yeah, that, that trade is unbelievable. I mean, now San Francisco or San Diego, excuse me, has a roster that includes Fernando Tatis, if he's ever healthy, Manny Machado, Jake Cronworth, um, you know, tons and tons of players like i was looking at their lineup card today and it's just stupid i mean that was assuming that luke voigt was in the deal uh it was still on the team but let me try to find it really quickly so fernando tatis juan soto manny machado jake bell or josh bell jake cronworth eric hosmer jorge alfaro jerks and profar trent grissom like that's stupid as a starting lineup yeah they don't have hosmer anymore they don't have hosmer anymore damn it but you you so. traded out Luke Voigt with Hosmer. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the Hosmer, who did Hosmer get traded for? Like, yeah, I know he went to Boston. He got but, traded right. with two prospects for another prospect. I'm surprised they had any prospects left. Yeah, at that point, you pissed him off. Like, And you yeah. just had to get him out of town because he was pissed. But they've been shitting on him all year. Well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, nobody wanted him. It was like they were going to put him in the deal because Washington was willing to take him to get the deal done. But... Boston probably didn't. They're like, we'll take a shot, but we're not giving anything up for him. You're going to pay us to take him on. Yeah, I just can't believe. I mean, I don't see how San Diego has the money to extend him. That would be over a billion dollars tied up in three players. It's ridiculous. Like, you have to win now and next year. But if you do, then you're in. But my God, I want to talk about. I wish uh, I wasn't in their division. A, a guy <laughs> on that got traded from Arizona to Tampa Bay. David Peralta, brother of Jake Peralta from Brooklyn. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. Hang on. Uh, San Diego. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about. I'm currently San Diego distracted also by just- Daniel Vogelbach. Another move from the of Pirates. that the Padres made, they added Josh Hader from Milwaukee. They had to give up Taylor Rogers, Dinoson Lament, Robert Gasser, and Story Ruiz. That's a lot of big pieces to give up for Hader. What's wild is Hader's traded, good, man. They traded the number two closer in baseball for the number one closer in baseball. I mean, their stats are almost identical. But he was super unreliable in the playoffs last year. I don't think they trust him. I think that's what it is. 
Hater's an absolute machine, man. Yeah, I'm glad he's out of our division. I'm okay with that. Bite me. Yeah. Great play. You guys want to talk about Tony LaRusso falling asleep in the dugout the first night? <laughs> Better than falling asleep in his car while he's drunk. Too soon. Not too, too soon. It's been like 15 years. Has it been that long? Well, it's been a while. Mm. But he fell asleep at a red light. Yeah, that's true. He did. So, speaking of <laughs> maybe I am uh, the problem. The op- yeah, I think so. Speaking of the opposite of Tony Larusso, someone who's actually a pretty good LaRusa. guy, Larusa. Larusa. It's not an O, it's an A. Uh, this is episode 18, by the way. I didn't mention that just to throw some salt in the wound and piss you guys mm. off. You also didn't episode. talk about your regal review, and I need to yell at you about Anchorman. Uh, I don't have a regal review for this week because I didn't think we were recording an episode. If you want me to play something, just tell me, dude. So we're going to talk about a good guy, uh, Trey Mancini. You know, fought back. He had that that health issue with uh, with cancer last season. Yeah. Came back, and uh, he had he had a really really good year. They get him out of Baltimore. He goes to those trips down in Houston. But why did they trade him? Like they didn't have to be sellers pirate. this year. They didn't. But I figured. I think they think you know they, they're doing what a team who's on the cusp is smart to do. You you buy you t- trade one or two pieces. And you get some extra pieces that'll be there for longer. They're not even last in the division. I don't know why my phone just did that. Um, They're not even in last in the division. Like the Orioles. Yeah. They're only like three back from the wild card. Like, I don't know why they felt like they had to sell Trey Mancini. Like I I think he's on an expiring deal. Maybe he wanted to go. He's a good dude, man. Like I wish he had won the, the home run derby last year, but cancer survivor. He's a good dude. Good for him. It's a real giant bummer. He ended up in Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Because I really, I was a, a big fan of his Trey Iron Mancini. It's uh, incredible. So we're going to go over to Boston. They made three. There was a minor league promotion when he was playing in the minors. That was Trey Iron Mancini. Shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cut it. Boston made three <laughs> trades. They maybe even a couple more actually. They got Hosmer. They traded out Christian Vasquez again to Houston <laughs> for a player to be named later. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. What? What? Nothing. Well, end the episode right now. You won't get to talk about anything else fun. What do I need to talk about? You already I don't know. T- we already Just talked about. Don't the be stupid. I'm not. Don't be stupid. They- can we talk about how bad right, the so, Red Sox have been? Like, why are the Red Sox making moves? Like, they don't have no hope this year. They can't even see the ball in the sky. No, oh my and god, that inning was embarrassing. That whole they lost twenty seven to five or twenty eight to five. Was that the final score against the Blue Jays? They had a negative fifty two uh, yeah. run differential in that four game series against the Blue Jays at home. They lost the game twenty five. No, excuse me, twenty eight to five. Twenty eight to five. Yeah, awesome. Could only happen Wild. to a better team, but they they're adding like they're they're buyers. The only piece they sent out truly they can't was help themselves. Christian Vasquez. It's that entire they division. Got- they just can't help themselves. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, Jake Odorizzi goes from Houston to Atlanta for Will Smith. That made Jim pretty happy. 
They got Will Smith off the books. Robbie Grossman goes Hopefully also he to Atlanta slap anybody. for Chris Anglin. Uh, Baltimore traded another player they traded that I don't know why they did because he had really great chemistry uh, as a pitcher-catcher combo with Rushman, the former number one overall pick, is Jorge Lopez. Uh, they traded him to Minnesota for a package of prospects, four prospects. They seem to be a year away from being a year away. Like I feel bad for those dudes that were in Baltimore kind of building something and now like Baltimore's decent and they're gone. Like they're going to like true contenders. They're definitely going to the playoffs this year where Baltimore's not, but that's a bit of a bummer. So it must be like an expiring contract. You'll get something for them before they walk for nothing. Um, I don't, I'm not exactly up to date on the uh, contract situations of the Baltimore Orioles. Um, but that's what it, I mean, that's what yeah, it had I mean, to do with the twins, right. the twins and the Astros are definitely going to the playoffs. So they did right by those guys. Um, Syndergaard to the Phillies is interesting. That's the one that yeah, really surprised me. Uh, Syndergaard to the Phillies was super interesting. I mean, he goes to a former rival of the, the number one rival of the New York Mets, his former team where he spent all of his career and they added more pitching as well. They added David Robertson. So they're really just trying to bulk up that, uh, that pitching staff. Syndergaard, he, I think his biggest knock is for his whole career. He's, he's been, he's injured. He can't mm-hmm. stay. He couldn't stay healthy. He doesn't care him, about him. And so, the, yeah, him and Degrom were a huge one and two, and then both of them just got hurt. Like I don't know who's worse, the Cardinals uh, taking care of their pitchers or the Mets taking care of theirs. Because Baltimore's yeah. only two and a half I, out of the I wild card, by it's... the way. Yeah, I want to see meaningful games because Syndergaard, Syndergaard clearly has no love lost for the Mets. Earlier this year, when when that um, Angels guy threw that no hitter, like Syndergaard was like, "That's how you throw a no hitter," because the guy actually threw a complete game, whereas the Mets a couple weeks before threw a combined no hitter across like five pitchers or whatever. So Syndergaard's throwing shade. Like I would love, like I'm not a Phillies fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I like Bryce Harper. I think he'll get healthy enough for the playoffs. It should be pretty fun. Right now, Phillies holding on to that last playoff spot as the the seven seed or excuse me, the sixth seed um, in, in the National League. They're a game up on St. Louis, So, and then San Francisco is another four-and-a-half back from them. So that's going to be a fun five-team race. Um, the Rockies are ten-and-a-half back, just in case you were curious. Um, <laughs> we're better than the Reds, the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Nationals. That is it. Uh, that's depressing. Um, but, yeah, I want to see Syndergaard throw a meaningful game in New York and shut up Mets fans. I think it'll be super fun. Wait, you're better than who? Say those teams again. You heard you heard correctly. The Reds, Pirates. the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Nationals. That's so it. So half the, half the the NL Central. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, the Diamondbacks are better than we are. It's awful, Marlins. Interesting. Um, another Is player. It? So the the team that was rumored to be in on Syndergaard didn't end up getting him. Um, they made a, a trade. They went in a different direction. They made two trades, actually. They get Whit Merrifield to the Toronto Blue Jays do for two prospects to the Royals. The other trade they made was, where is it? They got Anthony Bass and Zach Pop from Miami for Jordan Groshans. Zach Pop is a uh, native, I think, of Brampton, Ontario, which is pretty close to Toronto. So that was kind of a hometown deal. Wanted to mention that. But Whit Merrifield, when, what team did he get traded from? Kids of Royals. He couldn't go to Toronto a couple weeks ago because he's not vaccinated. And then they traded for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so this, I guess that you was had the same that conversation. With the, 
Right. That was the same thing with the Yankees that were Benintendi was rumored yeah, to be going ben to Toronto as yeah. well. Well, but they they pretty much I think they've had discussions with these players that if you're gonna if you want to be traded off this team, you're gonna have to get vaccinated. Oh, I don't I I don't think Benintendi's getting vaccinated. Like he's went to New York. Like he, he doesn't he, have I'm, to. He did no they because they might have to go play Toronto. Oh, you so know what? He, no, I he did told read. them he would get vaccinated. I don't. I, he might, but I think they only play them in Toronto one more time this year, and they so, were fine trading with him and being without him. Yeah, but what if you get him in the playoffs? Like that's gonna be interesting. Like if you're gonna have a moral stance, if you're gonna get this far and not get vaccinated, like why are you gonna budge now? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So that that Whit Merrifield thing is funny to me. Like, I, I it'd be funny if he's like, I'm not getting vaccinated. Like, and Toronto traded him for for a guy that literally can't play any home games. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm rooting for chaos, Ryan. Like in case that's not clear, like I wanted Eric Hosmer to take the entire Juan Soto thing down in flames, because you're rooting for controlled Padres. chaos. Let's based on the beginning of this episode, you're rooting for controlled chaos. Well, yeah, I don't want nobody wants a bunch of Deshaun Watsons running around. Exactly. So let's controlled chaos. But having just, a just having to clarify, a, including a player to a team in a trade that has 10 teams that he's, that he said, I will not be traded here because I don't want to play here and then trading him this massive blockbuster deal. And then like, imagine if that had just taken down the entire trade, it would have been incredible. I feel like when they made the trade, they didn't even look, I don't think they did. That's my favorite part is they had no (laughs) idea because if his, if it's on the list, if he could actually, could say it's in my contract. I'm not going to play for the nationals. Why would you waive it to go play for that team and that manager and nobody else? Well, that's, it's so funny. Cause you know, we didn't hear about this too often. You know, you hear after the fact, no, they, it didn't happen in the trade because they, uh, they didn't want to waive, but the situation happened. Remember at the deadline with the golden Knights, where they tried to trade a player who did had Anaheim on his no trade list. And then the trade got vetoed a couple days later. Like that trade went through. The only the like, only trade like this I remember is when the NBA vetoed Chris Paul to the Lakers. Like, I just wanted the entire world to burn down today. But it's also because I've never won a division title, and I have to freaking go against the Padres and the Dodgers and the Giants every year. You know what that sounds like? Pressing a problem, get a new team. No. <laughs> because I'm a normal Get sports it. fan. Getting a new Get team a new isn't team. really an option unless you're a Cleveland Browns fan. You are more well, than welcome to go anywhere you want. Well, you got the Marlins now. The Marlins <laughs> are the Rays. Gross. The Rays are fun. The Rays are fun to root for, but I can't go to that ballpark. But anyway, like I just wanted absolute chaos. And I mean we got some of it. Like trade deadlines are fun. I love trade deadlines. I, I love the trade deadline. It's my but then you get into talking about Whit Merrifield and his vaccination status, and you're like, maybe we've talked enough about it. Yeah, but <laughs> the uh, no trade deadlines are great. I mean, that's my favorite pastime is being a fake journalist where I get to just report other people's reportings to my friends. <laughs> you did a good Whether job at that today. Between that and San Diego Comic Con and the NHL trade deadline, that's shit's my jam. Shout out to Jim, though. I think he scooped you on most things. Jim, Jim got me on a bunch of them. Yeah, I don't uh, think Jim. I, I don't there. think Jim was working today. Yeah. Uh, one. Are there any more trades we need to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, Darren Ruff goes to from the Giants to the to the Mets for JD Davis and a couple prospects. Uh, Mike. Oh, my, this one's a pretty big one. Michael Fumer goes from Detroit 
to Minnesota. Minnesota really bulked up their pitching staff. What did they add? Uh, Fulmer, um, Molly, and who was the other one? And Lopez. Fulmer, Lopez, and Molly, they added. That's pretty pretty good. Can we do an exercise before the end of the episode? Sure. Can we pick our playoff predictions? Division winners, league winners, World Series champion. Now we have a clearer picture on everything. Sure. Let's do it. Thanks for letting me throw that on you. What are we picking? Say that again. Division winners, league winners, World Series champion. I am picking the Yankees to win the American League East. All right, Brian, go ahead. I'm picking the Yankees All right, to win Brian, the American League East. As there's a drive right, and so a deep I'm left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Is there a delay? And so that'll make it a 4 nothing no, no game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be putting on I the thought you were going to do again. all of yours. That's why. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with all of yours, but I'm also going with the Yankees for the AL East. Anthony? Yankees. Anthony. I think most of us picked the Blue Jays preseason. Uh, the yeah, Central. I, I did. Yeah. The Twins are in first. A game back are the Cleveland Guardians. Three games back are Tony Larusa's White Sox. I think the Twins are actually going to pull it out. It's kind of I mean, worked. They added three pitchers to their staff today, so I'm going with Minnesota as well. Is the Carlos Correa thing working for them, though? Like, I've heard nothing about him. Like, I don't watch a lot of Twins baseball. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing all right. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's hard to pull it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with the twins as well. I really want to pick the Mariners in the American league West, but they're 12 back. I thought the same thing. Cause the Mariners are, they're almost there. They should make the playoffs, but they're, but 12, you know what? 12 uh, games back. Oh God. The, the rookie just got hit. Rodriguez, in the hand, Rodriguez. Yeah. He got hit in the hand. Oh, did he? That's yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's going to miss time. Yeah, um, probably. I think. I mean, they're evaluating him, but I would guess at least four to six weeks. That's depressing. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Who's gonna I, Who's gonna win the American League? I'm picking the Seattle Mariners. I'm doing it. Thank you. Yes. Oh, wow. I am picking the Seattle Mariners to win the American League because that'll be awesome. Uh, Yankees or Minnesota? Minnesota. Interesting. What about Tony Larusso? Nah, screw that guy. Uh, okay. The wild card standings currently are. I just hope that the I just hope the Red Sox don't make the playoffs. So Correct. yes, I think the I think the Mariners are going to make it on a wild card. They are currently holding on. They're only a game up over Cleveland. Um, but I think I think that that will happen. So I'm picking the Mariners to win the American they, League. They added some nice pieces at the deadline. They added Castillo to help that pitching staff. I thought this so. was going to be more interesting when I asked if we could do this. Uh, the National League East. <laughs> the Mets right. are three and a half Washington. games up. <laughs> <laughs> the Mets are three and a half games up on Atlanta, and Philly's ten games back. So Philly, I doubt, can make a run at the division. I think the Mets are going to hold on to win the division. I'm saying the Braves. Do you think the Braves catch them? Yeah. God, they are 30. The Nationals are 31 games back. Yeah. Yeah, the Nationals are bad. Brewers. I'm saying the Mets. Are, you're saying the Braves, Anthony? The Mets. Yes, Braves. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Your name's not Anthony, right? National <laughs> League Central. Brewers are three games up on the 
Cardinals, those are the only two teams of note in that division. I got to say the Cardinals. I feel like the Brewers are going to hold on. The Brewers usually play well in the second half. I don't know why they trade Hater. Yeah, I I say the Cardinals just because they traded away Hater. They they screwed up with the chemistry. But to Anthony's point, well, I mean, it's a closer though. He doesn't need a ton of chemistry. And to Anthony's point, they traded the best closer in the league for the second best closer in the league for a bunch of prospects. So, which probably won't have any difference on this on this season. Mm-hmm. But they have the lowest run differential of any division leader. They're only a plus 40. Oh, no, that's not true. Minnesota's a plus 28. But I've, I feel like Milwaukee's always just winning, and there's no explanation to how they win, but I feel like they're going to win the division. Uh, San Diego is 11 and a half games back from the Dodgers. They make all those moves, and they still are going to be a wild card team. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Anybody think the, Do- the Padres can catch them? Yeah, because the Dodgers added Joey Gallo and he's going to fuck up their whole chemistry. <laughs> so we can Padres only hope. making a run here. We can only hope. Right now, Atlanta's six and a half up in the wild card. So Atlanta feels like they're going to the playoffs. Padres are two and a half up. Philly is holding on to that last wild card spot with St. Louis, a game behind them. And then four and a half back are the Giants. It's really a five-team race for three spots. I feel like Atlanta, San Diego, Philly is how it's stacked right now. Dude, I don't know if Philly's going to be able to drop out for the cards to slide in there. So I think if the cards want to make the playoffs, they need to win the division. Because I feel like Atlanta, San Diego, and Philly are going to be the three wild card teams. We're only one game back of the wild card, though. Yeah, but I feel like Philly got better today. That's my that's my reasoning. So I think you need to win the division to make the wild card. National League, who's going to the World Series? Ryan. Fuck. Um, Don't say Dodgers. Would it, be, would it be bad to say we have a New York World Series, Yankees versus Mets? 2001, man. Shades of 2001. I think the Braves are going to go back. Braves-Mariners World Series with the Braves going back-to-back. That's what I'm picking. I'm going to go Yankees-Padres. You think Padres will work? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money, but Dodgers did it last year. Or not last year, the year. Well, the Dodgers have done it every year. Yeah. But then they, they suck in the playoffs. Except that fake season that doesn't count. Exactly. Well, that was fun. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. Um, And who – so I'm going to propose a question here. No. We don't have time. Brian, Mariners, Braves, who's the World Series MVP? And who wins? Austin Riley. And the he Braves just win. Just got a what a two hundred and twelve million dollar contract. Yep. Am I yep. saying his name? Am I saying the right guy? With the right name? Yeah, Austin Riley. Yeah. yeah, I'm not crazy. Okay, I was mixing him up in my head. So Austin you just Riley. Think the Braves win, and Austin Riley. What was the other question? Who wins? The Braves. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, the MVP is going to come from the winning team. So uh, Braves, Braves <laughs> okay. win back to back World Series. Austin Riley is the reason. Because he has right. two game-winning home runs. Anthony, you said Yankees, Padres, Let's get right? Specific. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Yankees and Aaron Judge. Okay. Just kidding. It's Yankees and Joey Gallo. I love. Like, Easy. I don't know why. Like, I'm not a Yankees fan. Aaron Judge is fun. Aaron Judge is fun. It's, it's also because man. he 
hits into that friggin' short porch in Yankee Stadium. But dude can mash. Absolutely. I, I hope you know what? I hope I just want Joey Gallo to get a ring this year. <laughs> so I'm rooting for the Yankees. And Connor's T ball team is the Yankees. So Boo. That's it, so it funny. Was the White Sox. <laughs> so uh, does does your son's T-ball team have like the Cardinals as one of the teams that they could be or no? Because everyone would be mad that they'd be on the local team. Uh, so like his team is New York. Right, then, right. But I'm saying, the, are, yeah, no, nobody's St. Louis. Okay, exactly. So that's so interesting. I never thought about. I didn't think it was anywhere else except New York. But when I was playing floor hockey, no, t- nobody was the Rangers or the Islanders because they didn't want anyone to be upset that you were on your hometown team and they weren't. So my when I was playing T-ball in Colorado in 1993 when the Rockies were a new team, I got put on the Rockies, and then they learned that, that everybody wanted to be on the Rockies, so I ended up on the Orioles. They took the Rockies away. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, the uh, he plays Tuesday nights, and went Monday night, they're uh, Chicago. Isn't it over? Yeah, it ended last night. Well, it ended last night. Congratulations. Because they were worried about it being too hot today, even though it was one degree warmer today than it was yesterday. <laughs> No big deal. It was 99 really? degrees on week one, but 90, 96 is a little too too much for him. <laughs> Congratulations. You're done with Little League. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was rough. For this season. God, those first couple. And I, so I tell him on the way there, I go, hey, bud, this is your last week. He starts crying in the backseat. I love T-ball. And then we get there within five minutes. I go, all right, but let's go play. He goes, it's so hot. I hate it here. <laughs> all right. Sorry. I don't mean to cut off the story about your son. The Nationals just beat the Mets 5-1. Nah, it's baseball, dude. It's They just traded away their two best players, and they beat the – whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes well, yeah, but, I feel like that's the team going out there saying, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. The Padres that's- beat the Rockies 13-5 to today. I think they're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, currently Cardinals are beating the Cubs 6 to nothing now. He's got to sign like a 15-year contract like within the next day or two, right? Like you don't trade for him without knowing it's a done deal. I don't think Boris is going to let him. Scott Boris is such a douchebag. All right. So and you I'm know gonna, what? I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's fine. I was going to say, I'm, I wanted him here, but I'm glad he's not here because he wouldn't have resigned with us. It'd be so freaking hilarious if he resigned with the Padres. Quick re. Uh, I have Yankees, Mets. I'm going to go Yankees, MVP, John Carlos Stanton. This is so, a short swing. There we go. He won the MVP of the All-Star Game. Win the MVP Which is? Of the World Series. That means a lot. What was the final yeah, score? 3-2. Three, Three, two. Yeah, friggin' yeah. tie the game so we can he watch hit, the home he run. He hit game. a two-run home run, and Goldschmidt hit a one-run. Or just a solo home run. So, okay. Okay. Um, right. Hey, so, you're the one that understands the intricacies of baseball. You're not supposed to complain about these things. Oh, yeah. So we're going to close this episode out. Classic segment, Bruce Banner's bandwagon. I know, it's crazy. Either it's all a joke or none of it is. Best of both worlds. Oh, God. Listen to your mom. Brian, you haven't been with us for a couple weeks, so you get to start us off. I don't want to. I'm not ready. Anthony, are you ready? Uh, sure. Okay, so I am on the Warner Brothers Discovery bandwagon for canceling basically every project they have. <laughs> they just canceled Batgirl today. 
they canceled uh, the Scooby-Doo sequel. They have no idea what they're doing. The reason I was laughing earlier is because our friend Christian posted a meme of uh, Homelander from The Boys and then one of the characters that he absolutely demolished their entire face. And it said Warner Brothers and then it said all their movies. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, um, they're terrible. I'm on their bandwagon because I love drama and it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. No, it is uh, getting better because Discovery took over like the important decision making. Yeah, that's true. Um, the bandwagon I'm on is the Cardinals Holy starting shit. pitching. What? What? I thought it was. Never mind. I'm not gonna make myself. No, even you have idea. to say it. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was Warner Brothers Discovery, as in like Discovery Channel with Warner Brothers. I thought it was like Discovery was like the name for their kids' platform. No. That's what was funny is Warner Brothers and Discovery merged like a month after Discovery Plus launched. Like oh. they launched their own streaming service and then sold to somebody else. I just got that. Yeah. Food Network, Ryan. Food Network. Sorry for interrupting your jumping. That's right. I'm on the Stardinals. The, the Stardinals. The Stardinals. Wow. What the fuck are they? I'm on the Cardinals. Starting Patrick Stardinals. <laughs> Uh, you're off the bandwagon or you're jumping on on another one. I'm jumping on another one. I don't know. I'm none of it matters. (laughs) It really does not. NFL suspensions don't really matter. So this doesn't matter either. Starting pitching rotation for the Cardinals. They're going to be pretty good. WB sucks. Next. I am on the bandwagon of the show on HBO max called the rehearsal. I can't even explain to you what it is other than it's freaking bonkers and you should watch it. It's on HBO Max. Speaking of Warner Brothers, some of the stuff they're doing on HBO Max is really good and this show is crazy. You should watch it. How Um, long are the episodes? I think they're like 40 minutes. I think they're lengthier episodes. Um, Like this dude, I can't even explain it. You can't explain it. It's it's impossible. The trailer can't even explain it. No. Uh, I am out. I, I Okay. I am out on having to fill a 10-episode order when you only have content for eight episodes because only Murders in the Building really feels like they only have eight episodes worth of content and the last two weeks have just been filling to make their 10-episode order. I'm not out on the show, but... I need the story to advance because there's been nothing that's helped me guess this murder and feel like Sherlock Holmes. How many episodes are they in? This week was the seventh. So there's still three more. Okay. We're going to wait until it's over to watch it, but watch the rehearsal on HBO max. It's freaking bonkers. Okay, cool. Um, I'm jumping. I'm jumping back on jumping headfirst into back into star wars bandwagon i've been watching them i've been showing justine them for the first time yeah and i forgot how freaking good those movies were um even though some of the cgi and some of the early age stuff is not necessarily great whoa whoa whoa! Oh, i've got another bandwagon light and magic documentary on disney plus talking about those special effects that ryan is now talking about and I, how advanced for their age they were yes, and how impressive it is were. but compared to obviously what we have now like you know, you both know Jar Jar Binks is one of my favorite characters. 
and you look at him move in the phantom menace and it literally looks like the first guy who tried to create a video game having a character move well and that's the problem with you watching the i mean i'm assuming had you seen the the sequel trilogy before you watched the prequel trilogy the original trilogy not the sequel trilogy. I, I i watched them in in release order the first time i saw them but justine is watching them from episode one on no, she saw them. We watched four, five, six, and okay. then we're now at one, two, three, and then we'll go the yeah. rest of the release order. Star Wars friggin' rules. Are you gonna watch Clone Star- Wars? The animated movie, yes. I've tried on numerous occasions mm-hmm. to watch the show. The animated movie is not worth watching. The show Ryan, is what's send worth him watching. The, send him the list of. Uh, essential episodes. episodes yeah yeah key episodes give me i've seen a chronological order of how to watch it with like mixing up episodes and that's not worth it no, but i will send you i'll send you episodes. key episodes because that's what i did with anthony did you finish rebels by the way anthony no <sighs> i got like six episodes into season one well you got to power through those yeah well i hate having to power through episodes Okay, then I'll send you an essential list, which is everything after season one, episode 15 and on. <laughs> okay, okay. It's what, three seasons? Four. Four? Six seasons and a movie. Ryan, okay. you, you said Star Wars, and I took my opening. No, you're good. Um, bandwagon, I'm jumping off. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, New York Islanders. Never on them to begin with, but actually not New York Islanders. Lou Lamorello. The guy is a dinosaur. He should not be a GM in the league anymore. <laughs> He's decided that he wants every offseason is now a game to him. He waits until the day before training camp to announce every move that he's made since July 1st. So they've signed like, Kadri then. It sounds like they've signed Kadri and they're not going to announce it so that other teams don't like lose out on players and just they don't want people knowing their business. Like Lou Lamorello kills deals if it gets leaked to the press before he's the one to announce it. Like he is not made to be an NHL GM anymore. Um, See, but if he's been doing this for so long, like why doesn't people just why don't people just understand that that's how he operates and just assume that Kadri's now gone? I'm sure they do, but especially now. But he might have been locked up since July 1st, like with the Islanders, and nobody knew that they were trying to clear out cap space. And it only came out this week, the last couple days, that he's probably signed with them. I hope he goes there. I hope he does not go to Calgary because him in Calgary, like with Huberto, like that team would be really good. I'm not. I'm not necessarily worried about him going to the Islanders. Like that doesn't. He's no, no, no. You're player. you're right though. Like this is that's stupid. Like it's it's, it's totally. Stupid. He's playing games and he's he's not meant to be. Like why the Islanders owners allow this is insane. They have so much faith in him and. They, they're not going to get over the hump with Lou Lamorello as their GM. I'm sorry. When you're bringing in, you think that signing Zach Parise and Zdeno Chara and Andy Green as your three offseason moves are going to keep you relevant. It's not. Kadri maybe will, but you still need wingers to play with him that are better than Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, and Josh Bailey. None of those three wingers are in the top 100 in the league. What year was Lou Lamorello born? 1942. You just ruined the game. Did I really? Did I just get that? Yeah. No <laughs> way. You're, I knew it was in the 40s. I didn't it. know it was 42. You're looking at it. I promise you I'm not on my on my life, on my cat's life. Dude's 80. He'll be 80 in October. That's nuts. He, he looks like, like Larry David if Larry David went on an extreme diet. 
<laughs> and uh, was a sour old man. Larry David. <laughs> Anthony's not listening to us. All right. So that was this episode of Agents of Field. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to give everyone the opportunity to plug something and then uh, I'll close this out. Anthony, you got anything to plug? No. Okay. Brian. Third Life Network game show week. Next week, we will be doing MCU Jeopardy on Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. Comics and cinema might participate. They're a little bit uh, busy. They're talking about Bullet Train, which looks like it's going to be worth talking about. So if they don't do a game show, it should be worth it anyway. Uh, Agents of Field, we're going live, correct, on YouTube yes. to play Family um, Feud? Correct. Yeah, we're going to be doing Family Feud. Um, it's going to be lit. We've been polling audiences this week. We'll keep polling them, and it's going to be lit. Nerdy Girls After Dark are going to do something as well, Battle of the Sexes or something to that effect. Uh, and then Babu's freaking podcast for Star Wars. We are going to talk about the aforementioned light and magic that I was talking about. Really cool special effects documentary on Disney Plus six parts. Uh, it is not just about Star Wars. It is about just uh, industrial light and magic um, and how they developed Pixar, sold Pixar to Steve Jobs how they basically changed Hollywood and it wraps up with the final episode being all about computer generated dinosaurs in Jurassic park in 1993, really cool documentary, very enjoyable. And then we are going to figure out how to be part of nerd life network game show week as well. Amazing. Thank you for the programming updates, Brian. Um, you know, just some notes, follow us on Instagram at, agents of field podcast and on twitter at podcast aof uh, if you're enjoying the show please rate review and subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcast uh any other notes um no i don't think so uh, just you know enjoy the podcast a, a day early and until next week we will see you at the baseball diamond arenado hit a home run as there's a drive yes. in the deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Got it. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. <laughs>